0: The show today I have an old friend from Texas, he's a chiropractor now, but he was actually a Cross Street Games athletes for one year in 2015. Individual regional athletes 2016 and 2017, Chris Reed. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. So it's an honor to have you here today. So, Chris, you are a chiropractor now, right? Yep. After 2017, that season. What made you to decide to stop competing CrossFit? Why, let's say you're retired now. What made you decide to uh, retire? That? Because you were just like 22 or 23, you're still like in early 20s. You possibly haven't peaked yet. You probably have a bright future in the CrossFit competition world, but you decide to step down. So what made you decide to do that?
1: Yeah, so I started chiropractic school a couple months after the 2017 season ended. and I want to say that it was me starting school because school has, you know, 26, 27, 28 credit hours each trimester. so it's a really busy schedule, but I know some people can balance the two chiropractic and competitive CrossFit. But for me, I was just mentally burned out just always from the, from the very beginning of my CrossFit journey. It was never a gradual process. It was always You know, from the first day, it was like, I'm a hundred percent in. And I was like that for four years. Mm. So when I started chiropractic school, it was almost like, oh, finally, I can let that let that part go. Mm -hmm.
0: Before we get into your retirement story, would you like to tell us how did you start CrossFit very quick?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I actually played tennis in high school and then I played a couple of years in college and I started CrossFit as a means for my tennis training. So uh, a friend named Michael, who played tennis in Abilene, actually introduced me to CrossFit because he said, hey, look, we can combine both strength and conditioning into one workout. And so, yeah, as soon as I started CrossFit, my tennis game actually got a lot better. And so I really started diving deep into CrossFit because it helped me so much in tennis. Cool, cool. So
0: actually, you were using CrossFit as a strength and conditioning program for your offseason. Uh, same as me, that's how I start CrossFit as well. I didn't I didn't even know what CrossFit was. I was just doing the workout, but I didn't even realize I was doing CrossFit. I was training like CrossFit style already, and I have no idea I was doing CrossFit. So similar story as you, I would just try to translate the stuff I was doing in the gym to help me to get better on the field. But after we stopped playing sports, I think we both are quite into doing CrossFit and then try to be more competitive in it. So obviously you made it to the games. I didn't make it to the games. I didn't make it to the regionals. So really big achievement for you for just spending three or four years. You were quite a young age to you achieve that uh, state. So big congrats to that and congrats to the retirement. But before we dig into your story, you know there's a big news in the CrossFit world right now. A couple of weeks ago. All the CrossFitters, they were talking about it. Matt Fraser actually retired from competitive CrossFit, but he still likes to stay around for the community, but he won't compete anymore, most likely. And that's a topic I want to ask you, and this is a topic people have been talking about it. Who's the real gold greatest of all time in CrossFit for the male side, Rich Froning or Matt Fraser? Would you like to tell us uh, your opinion about this?
1: Yeah, for sure. So. I mean, it's like the classic LeBron Jordan scenario, right? Like two different generations of CrossFitters, you could say. But just going off of their stats and going off of how many times have you been at the games, how many times have you podiumed, how many different types of competition, like team or individual. Personally, I have to say Rich is the GOAT, and the reason I say that is because I'm pretty sure every year he's been at the games, he's been on the podium. He has five five podiums and four first place in individual and the exact same thing in team. So five podiums, four first place in team. And he's had a bunch of different teammates too. Like it hasn't really been the same. So that just, I mean, just like Tom Brady played on the Patriots, went to the Super Bowl and won. He went to to the Buccaneers and won the Super Bowl. It's the same thing. It's like wherever Rich goes, he's going to get first place.
0: Yeah, I actually agree with you. Although Matt Fraser got five individual titles. For me, I think Rich is the goal is because he'd been in the game since like 2010. Just failed that road climb in 2010, I believe. And then he lost to Graham Hamburger second place. And then since then he'd been winning first place and then he retired from the individual side. He's still competing in the team side. They only lost, not really lost, I wouldn't say lost, but they only didn't win. They didn't get first place just one year to Adrian Conrad's team. So he's basically been on the podium, or not just the games, he's been on the podium since like 2010. And I don't think anyone else could actually do that in CrossFit world. So mm-hmm. I think Rich is a goal. And also he kind of influenced our generation. I'm not talking about our age. I'm talking about the time or the era we start CrossFit. I still consider we are kind of one of, not like OG OGs, but like, the beginning of the rise up CrossFitters, because like in the beginning of uh, 2010s, that era, CrossFit Games getting bigger, got sponsored by Reebok, and then we start getting into it. We kind of know about it. When we're watching YouTube videos, when we turn up, it could be like ESPN when CrossFit Games is on, Rich Folling is always a guy. Don't get me wrong, Matt like got famous as well because he got lots of sponsors, but he didn't get famous after he went at ECC, Uh, The Q Club Championship, and then obviously like regionals and other uh, competition. Rich is always out there. Matt took like a couple years before he got famous. If you say Matt is a GOAT, I I would not disagree with you because he actually won five times, one more time than Rich. I also want to point it out Rich actually influenced CrossFitters, especially our generation, way more than Matt Fraser. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. So I think Rich was the face of CrossFit and still is the face of CrossFit as a sport and as a community. And he also really put himself out there while you saw that Matt appeared for competitions and then he just disappeared until the next one, whether it was the games, regionals, the open or ECC, whatever it was, he didn't really, uh, he didn't really put himself out there. And just to speak on that a little bit more rich always put his workouts i mean he had days in the life of rich froning like people followed him around and he really didn't hide anything and he was just he was just so open about his training open about his eating his sleeping his life and people could really relate to that while you know matt didn't really show any interest or i don't want to say any interest but he didn't show as much interest in the crossfit community that's not which his focus
0: he was just trying to win that's it let's say it like that
1: yeah, yeah, that's great. He was he was in it for the com- competition and CrossFit as a sport. And Rich, while he was extremely competitive, he was still a huge part of the community and the face of CrossFit, in my opinion.
0: It's a really hard topic to say who's the real goat because lots of people say Matt actually is the real goat because he won five times, one more time than Rich. But Rich actually been in the been on the podium every single year, and then also he's like the face of CrossFit but this is just a topic, like never ending topic. So let's not spend too much time on it, but we'll talk about you today more because like you can share your firsthand experience because today you're not hiding anything to us, so. So I want to you know 2015 that year, how did you make it to the games and reach that uh, fitness level? Because you were like a full-time student in Texas Tech University and I train with you a few times, I kind of know your schedule, like, but would you like to tell us about your day life, like your training schedule, how many pieces, uh, how do you sleep, what did you eat, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I started CrossFit, my very first open was 2014, and I started a couple of months before that, and like I was saying earlier, there was no gradual progression into the sport, it was just mm. i didn't do crossfit and then i was all in and so yeah i was all in for a couple months did the open in 2014 got like 1300 in the region and then i moved to lubbock and that's that's where i started school at texas tech and i started doing crossfit with a bunch of incredible athletes which mm. really um upped my fitness level and then that year i finished i still didn't finish that great so i finished 110 in the region after the open but we had so many other good people at the gym that our score as a team was actually second in the region. Just because you can kind of combine and stack other people's scores, right? Yep. So we were second in the region, and I was, you know, the third person on our roster. So it was it was me who was fortunate enough to be on that team, full of incredible athletes. And so that's how I kind of how I kind of snaked my way into the games. Um, I don't I don't want to say that I didn't deserve it, but I was definitely uh, being carried to the games or to, to regionals for that sake. Um, as far as training goes that entire year that I was in Lubbock to say I was a student first and an athlete second would be bogus because I put school on the back burner. I mean, I skipped class so that <laughs> I could go work out. I, I yeah, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I didn't do homework. I would just, I skated by, do I regret that? Honestly? No, because that was, that, that was an important time in my life. I, I found a lot of value in that. And I reached my goal of going to the games. But I mean, now looking back, I, I maybe would say, hey, that's probably not the best thing for everybody to do. But for me in that moment, it was. And just because I was able to reach my goal in such a short time. Let me add up some information for you 2015.
0: If uh, the listeners right now, you don't know. Uh, Chris was competing as South Region. I believe South Region is South Central and Latin America. So I believe it's Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and uh, some of the Latin America. So you can think about it as an international competition, even is held in uh, his home state, Texas. So it's quite a big uh, format. If you say, is it the hardest region that year? Maybe not, but it's still, you still combine quite a few other regions together to your super regions. So this is some information in case you don't know, especially you didn't pay attention in 2015 or the early 2010s era, CrossFit competition age. So I remember when we were on vacation that year before you went to the games, we were on vacation like Christmas break. Our focus was not really enjoying. We did to get some uh, workout done. So what was your mentality like? Were you like, oh, snap, I cannot miss a day. If I miss a day, I miss some games. I need to get my workout done every day. I need to hit all my macros. I need to sleep by like eight hours. Were you acting yeah. like that back in the days before you managed your games or trying to make it to the games that year?
1: So for me, it really wasn't, it wasn't a physical fitness thing. It wasn't like, if I miss a day, I won't be as fit as I could be tomorrow. It was, and for the whole time in my CrossFit um, journey, it was all mental. Mm. So if I missed a day, I would be mentally, I mean, just like mentally twisted. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, why am I not training right now when I know that everybody else who's trying to beat me is training? It's like, I have a goal. And if I'm not dedicating a hundred percent of my energy and my efforts uh, and my actions into that goal then I won't achieve my potential, right? Then I'll still have something left on the table. Yep. And so, I mean, yeah, we went to Hawaii. I mean, like we we had such an awesome time, but for me, it was like, in order to really enjoy that experience, hey, first things first, I got to, I've got to go to the gym. I've got to get my training in so that I can just like let that part of me kind of depress a little bit, like let my brain just kind of rest. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I remember we tried to hit the gym in the first first thing of the day before we start doing some slicing and stuff obviously the training the training wasn't like the whole training like what we usually do like hit all the pieces but at least we still got a couple pieces in but that year was it a stressful year for you because you have to be 100% every day you may have some injuries but you probably didn't take some rest you still push for it was it right
1: Yes, no, it was right to say it was stressful is an understatement, just because I put a lot of pressure on myself in that year. Because I mean, I, I was really deep into that CrossFit community at CrossFit Lubbock. And so I knew that there was a potential for going team. And in my mind, it's like, I have, this is my one chance to go to the games. Because I knew everybody, I I knew the team was going to definitely go to regionals and have a very good shot at going to games. And I knew that that third spot was kind of open. So yeah, it was really stressful. I mean, I spent 4 or 5 hours at the gym every day. I did all the programming at the gym and then I made my own programming up because I felt like, "Hey, I feel good. I'm 21 years old. I can do more." And it, for me, it was volume, volume, volume. Yep. But the intensity never never slacks. So it was like 100% intensity with a ton of volume. And so that just kind of that led to a lot of minor nagging injuries that really, it didn't hold me back because I just ignored them. I was like, I don't have time for this. And so I really ignored my body, ignored the way it was feeling, which, you know, it's led to some, some more serious injuries down the road. But and we can kind of talk about that later. But really, that whole year was like, I didn't sleep well, because I was so focused on like what my training was that next day. I ate everything in sight except vegetables because so I was like, hey, vegetables don't have calories. Like, how can I make gains <laughs> off of like something with no calories? And so I was like strung out for that year. It was uh, looking back, it was a bad time.
0: Speaking of vegetables, I want you to add it up. Our good friends of Roy, he made it to CrossFit Games his first year. He actually didn't eat any veggies. Uh, I was quite close <laughs> to him that year. He pretty much eat chicken and rice and eggs, bacon and stuff, but uh, he didn't really like uh, veggies. I remember that. Now, I think he's eating more veggies, but hey, but maybe that's the way back in the days. If you don't eat veggies, that's the secret to make it the games.
1: Right? I was like, what's the point of this stuff?
0: <laughs> well, um, we don't actually like argue with it, but I kind of agree with it because now I don't train that much, but I still don't eat much veggies. I know it's good for our bodies, but I just don't eat much. But maybe I... I don't eat veggies now so I can make a games run this year to make a push. So being stressful, didn't sit well enough, overtraining, pushing for injuries. It seemed like it's not really healthy for you in long term. How did your body react at that year or that two years? And right now, can you tell us about it? Because you are still in your early 20s right now but you've been training a lot, a lot already in that like couple of years to push yourself through a peak fitness level to compete in CrossFit. So how's your body feeling right now?
1: So, yeah, like I was kind of saying earlier, I would go through these like nagging injuries. A lot of them were were repetitive. So it was never like something would come up and then it would go away, then something new. It was always like, let's say my shoulder would like give me some issues and it would like go away because I would, you know, pain just goes away after a certain period of time. And then it would come back even worse. And then that cycle would just like keep perpetuating. So where I'm at right now is I actually had a really bad injury in 2017 in December. I was at a team competition. And long story short, I was doing a hundred pound dumbbell snatch Uh after, you know, I didn't warm up or like, it was, it's just a long story, but I did a hundred pound dumbbell snatch, pulled it over my head and I pulled it to the ceiling. And so I way over pulled it and it just, crashed down on my shoulder. And it just, I mean, I I couldn't even lift my, lift my arm afterwards. It was so bad. And so I went to our chiropractor who would travel with us and who was in Lubbock and some way, somehow he got me back. He got me back into shape where I was able to compete that year. And I barely made my way into regionals. And then I actually had my best run at regionals. Uh, I had a better run than I did the year before. So yeah, I went from thinking my season was totally over seeing my chiropractor, who is the reason I, I got into chiropractic school and I now graduated and become a chiropractor. But yeah, I, it was just really tough. And how I'm feeling now is that shoulder, right? It's still really affecting me because it's just something that I kept ignoring through the season and just. I was really focused on the competition aspect of it. I was focused on the fitness and not the health part of it, which are two very, very different things.
0: Let's say you were focused on a competitive fitness, not your general health or general fitness. Let's say like that.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, so after that 2017 or maybe 2018 open, which is spring 2018, and then you stop competing. What's the main reason? you need to go to chiropractic school or because of the injuries or other reasons? What made you to say like, Oh, time for me to stop doing it. Because lots of people get injured from doing sports or CrossFit and then they rehab or could be surgery. And then they always can come back. You were just like, again, you were just like in your early twenties, you still haven't peaked yet. You probably still have lots of potential. I believe you can still have a great run for uh, regionals or even individual games athletes, but you decide to step down. So What's the reason for you to step down?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, everything you just touched on, it's a combination of all those things. So it's a combination of starting chiropractic school. It's a combination of learning more. I mean, when you start chiropractic school, it's, you get bombarded with all this information. And so it was me learning a little bit more about my body, Mm -hmm. um, just becoming aware of some of the, uh, the destructive things that I've done Mm -hmm. to it. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't want to do that. And also, yeah, I, I was still having some, some nagging injuries that whenever I slowed down, crossed it a little bit, they really started catching up to me because I was outrunning my injuries. So whenever I started to slow down and, and go to class and stop training so much, that's when they really started to to, to affect me. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, I was like, you know what, being a chiropractor is a very physical thing. Yep. If I'm if, if this is going to be my career and if I want to be able to continue to do this for the rest of my life, then I need to start taking care of my body. Mm. If I'm 20, when I started school, I was 23. I was like, if I'm 23 right now and I'm feeling this way, how am I going to feel when I'm 30?
0: Yeah. That's good that you realize uh, this at a young age and your body's not like completely broke down. And for mm. a chiropractor, I believe you need should like let your clients or the people around you to know you're healthy. And if you're not healthy, how will people come to, uh, come to your door to ask for your help, right? Right. Just right. like me, to... if, if uh, I'm, a, I'm a CrossFit coach, I'm a part-time CrossFit coach right now. If, I, if I'm not in shape or if I uh, cannot do something or if I'm always injured, I just lost some credibility. And then people come to me people around me, they will not like trust me. And I lost the trust between the relationship, between my uh, clients, members, and myself because people look up to us because we're trying to make people to be more healthy. If ourselves is not healthy and then like, how can we convince
1: other people to come to uh, us for help? Right. Right. Yeah. Have you heard the phrase, you can't give what you don't have? Yep. I totally agree. Yeah. So that was really the driver for me. It was like, man, I have to, I have to live what I preach. Right. I have to live what I preach. Yep.
0: So I want to ask next is,
1: you're a really
0: fit guy, obviously. Went to the games. Your live solid heavy. And you're super in good uh, conditioning. Six packs and stuff. So how do you feel right now? Because you've been able to like do all the stuff. You can live like live, like this way. So I can do this workout in like, whatever minutes or certain time. And now you kind of like off. You don't do this kind of stuff anymore. And then you still... I'm not sure if you still follow CrossFit much, but maybe once in a while could be in your friends brought it up or maybe in some videos across you on Instagram feed or Facebook feed. How do you feel about if uh, if you're seeing
1: those stuff right now? Do you miss it or you just say, I'm glad I'm over it. So, I mean, right now I just have, I have no attachment to it Hmm. just because that part of my life and I don't want to say that part of my life, but the, the whole CrossFit journey for me and being competitive, it's like, I know what toll that took on my body and what toll that took on my mind. And so for me to go back there would be impossible at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, whenever I see people like on Instagram, it's like, oh, I did whatever like Fran in, you know, a minute 30 or whatever. It's like, yeah, I, I just have no attachment to that because I had my time, you know, so you're completely okay for letting go
0: for what you achieved before and you're okay with that. you I cannot do this anymore. You okay with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because my goals have changed. So, and my, my purpose has changed really. So when I was doing CrossFit, my purpose was solely to go to regionals or solely to go to the games or solely to get top 20 in the open. And now My goals are just to be the best version of me that I can possibly be and to take care of my body, take care of my mind, get good sleep, be a good husband, be a good friend, be a good chiropractor, blah, blah, blah. But it's really just to be the best version of me. And in order for me to be the best version of me, I have to be healthy inside and out. Like one of my friends, Tim Harris, he's, he's in Lubbock, but he was a good training partner of mine for a long time. And he would always say like, we are so unhealthy, but we were like, we were so fit, but so unhealthy. (laughs) And I, I, I really didn't get it at the time. I was like, okay, Tim, like, whatever, let's just do this workout. But he he was right on the money. I mean, when I was doing CrossFit, my mental health was in the trash can. My, my, I was fit, but I wasn't healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I would say we were physically fit, but mentally or could be in our joints or our recovery is not on point. And back in the days, I'm still sure like lots of people out there is like that. It's all about volume. Oh, I can't. I need to hit my lifting today. I need to hit my con I need to hit my gymnastic skills. I need to hit my bodybuilding part. And then I need to do stretching and then maybe go for a jog or a walk before bedtime. So it's all about fitness. Back in the days, I, would, I was still on the same page. I would be like, oh, I have to get as much as fitness as I can every day. Uh, could be Monday to Wednesday very strict on my training day take Thursday off but off meaning I still need to do something Friday Saturday hit it hard Sunday I just don't do anything but I still need to take care of my body and for you I'm really happy Angie was a really supporting fiance and wife but for me I wasn't really a good guy back in the d- days I was dating someone and she doesn't do CrossFit and she's not even into fitness so all I did was just like, I just focused on, even we're out for dinner, I'm just like, worry about like, how how's the macros like? Uh, if we, uh, we should just go home after dinner, I'm not staying out for a walk or for another drink. Or after movies, we should just go home, not staying out. Or, oh, today I cannot meet you now, sorry, because uh, I have a big workout tomorrow. So now I look back, I kind of regret it because all I focused was just myself and the workout. Did I achieve some of my goals? Yes, but was it worth it? I would say yes, but I, but that cost me something. That cost me something mm. bigger than that. And my goal back in the days was maybe got like top ten or top eight in Hong Kong. I achieved it, but and then what's next? Because those people are still ahead of me. They are they play rugby back like professional rugby. They have like all the background and even like couple guys went to regionals and there's a guy actually went to the games. So those people are way ahead of me. So there's no more point for me to keep pushing and now just like, okay, I achieved my goal already. What's next? And I don't have a crossfit purpose anymore. And also I'm just so tired of it. Like my life is just, oh, I have to hit all the pieces every day and I'm not going anywhere. And then I think in like 2018, 2019, I kind of slowly realized it. I just start. I stop doing that many pieces. I just try to hit it, including like warm up and stuff, maybe about 75 minutes, get the chain section done. I'm not staying overtime at the gym. I work at the gym full time. So I would just work out doing my open gym shift. Once I'm done, I get out. That's it. And I need to focus on other stuff outside of the gym. And never we do open workouts for I think two or three years. I actually did better because I took care of myself. I was actually happier. I wouldn't, been disappointed how I how I did in the open because I wouldn't really look at my score maybe until the end of the open or never because I'm not comparing myself. I just kind of did it because it's kind of like my job and also people want me to do it. I actually, uh, we can get into this topic, but I just feel more free if I decide to let go. I don't need to be mentally stressed about having a specific goal for it because when we first start, we just want to be more fit or like have fun with it. But get to the point, I just didn't feel fun anymore. This is so too stressful. And then I just, I am not, I'm more lucky. I didn't get like any big injuries and it didn't really, nothing really bothered me. It could be just like general soreness a little bit, but one or two days, it go away. But I just didn't enjoy it. I'm just too stressful. And I don't want you to let, let CrossFit or a workout or the training pieces or the training block kind of control my life because I still want to enjoy my time with my families, my friends, or maybe like my dating life. So this is what I have learned the past few years. And right now I still train, but I don't train that much like before. And my workout mentality is I don't even start the timer. Unless it's like MRAP, I just like go by feeling. If I feel like kind of beat up, I didn't sleep well, just take it easy. I don't have to go super hard, like heart rate 180, the whole workout. I am mean, just like hit it hard or today's focus, Let's say the workout is like 20 pull-ups. Maybe I do sets of 10 or I try to go all 20 and then take a longer break before the next movement. So I set a goal or something, a small goal, but I don't have to beat myself up every day. So this is my training Mm -hmm. approach. If sometimes I feel like it, then I'm going to hit it hard. Does my conditioning level go down a little bit? Yes, it did a little bit. Do I care much? Not really. So it's all about our mindset. If you, I think you agree with me. If you okay, you let go. I think you feel much more, relax and food of freedom again and enjoy doing the stuff supposed to be fun.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, just like with, with any, with any dedication, there comes a certain amount of sacrifice. Yep. And I think you were kind of speaking to getting burned out on sacrificing so much. Yep. I mean, for, for anybody who's competitive really in any sport, but especially, I mean, just speaking from my own experience in CrossFit, everything. I mean, I literally sacrificed everything. Mm-hmm. So everything for those three years was on hold. And it was like a hundred percent into this sport and into this, uh, like competitive period in my life. But yeah, I, I'm not saying that I regret it. And I'm not saying that, man, I, I, I wish something was different. Cause I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I had all my best friends were in CrossFit. I would go to the gym and we would all hang out. It was like, I literally loved going to the gym because I knew all my friends would be there and uh, that it was some of the happiest times in my life, but just the actual competitive part of it is like, yeah, it's mentally, it's mentally exhausting.
0: Oh yeah. Like every day with it, I I totally agree. And also I still enjoy doing CrossFit, Uh, obviously not that competitive because I would not do any more competitions. I am still a part-time coach. So I enjoy meeting new people. And then also even I uh, switched gym and I moved out of US and I came back to Hong Kong. I've been to like three different gyms. Actually get lots of friends. We still like keep in touch. Even uh, we may not work at the same gym anymore, but we still keep in touch. We still like kind of chat with each other all the time. So I got like some good connection for CrossFit. That's why I appreciate with the community uh, what bought me. This is a bright side of it. Uh, not have to be like, oh, I have to be in the uh, fitness guy in the gym or I need to like, have a certain rank in this nation because it's cool to have those stuff. But for me, I'm moving on to a corporate job. And I even took it out of a resume. If I put like CrossFit Open, whatever rank in Hong Kong, some people don't even know what Open is or some people don't even know what CrossFit is. So it's not really big of a deal. And I try to learn and try to let go of it. This is just like you. I put those things behind. I still have some pictures and like some metals at my plate just for decoration and just remind me of uh, memories. But for me, I, I'm i 27. I'm a little bit older than you, but I, for this age, I believe I can still peak a little bit if I train hard, but I'm just done with it. Let's say like that. I just retire as well. So I just want you to be more mentally healthy and stay fit in the long term instead of just like, my team Harris said, like, you, we are fit, but we're not healthy. Yeah. I don't want you being like that. So mm. I know you don't do CrossFit much anymore. So would
1: you like to share what
0: kind of fitness are you doing
1: at the moment? Yeah. Definitely. Because I think doing some type of exercise is crucial for everybody. And it has so many benefits, if not for your physical body, for your mental body. Um, when I don't work out, I can tell I get a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to say anxious, but more on edge. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have a I have a shorter temper, and um, I really just like I need to move my body. Um, it's just it's just something really natural for me that that I need in my everyday life. So, something that my my wife and I actually started doing. We actually joined a gym last year. It was just a Globo gym, mm-hmm. and I was doing a lot of preventative exercising, like just doing a lot of shoulder stability stuff or. Stabilizing, stabilizing muscle, like plyometric sort of exercises, things like that, just to keep my body primed for for chiropractic. It's all chiropractic specific training for me at this point. And then one of my friends, who I actually graduated with, her name's Madison, and she 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 turned my wife and I on to uh, a spin class, mm-hmm. and it's a spin class. Uh, where there's, you know, music in the, in the background and you kind of like cycle to the beat of it. And you do like a lot of different things. Like, you know, you come off the seat and you ride, then you sit down and you ride, or you, you, you change RPMs, things like that. Mm. And so we've really started diving, diving into that. We actually joined, we actually joined a cycling facility last week. And so we've been going pretty much daily since then. And it's just something that, that really gets me into my body. And I, I breathe hard but I'm not like redlining. Like I was in crossfit. Like I'm not like 185 beats per minute. It's like, I'm getting a good workout. I'm sweating for 45 minutes. I'm moving my body. Mm. Um, And it's just something that like really gets me in tune with the rhythm. And when I get in tune with the rhythm of the music, I start like, when you're more in, when you're more in rhythm with the music, more in rhythm with your body, it's just it's something magical that happens in that moment. It really takes you, it takes you to a very interesting place that I, I can't really describe with words. Cool.
0: So I bet it's a huge difference from doing competitive fitness, like CrossFit switch to uh spinning. It's big difference for a guy, especially a guy like you. Right. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's totally foreign to me when I did it the first time, to be totally honest, after the class, I was, I was almost crying (laughs) just because I was like so emotional. Like I thought, I mean, for, I thought working out included like, You know, going to this going to this place every time and like Mm. pushing, pushing, pushing. The dark place. The dark place, right? Like, do more, more, more in less time, less time. But this class was like so. It's so different because in CrossFit, and I kind of want to touch on what I mean by bringing me back in my body, because CrossFit very much took me out of my body, Mm. which means that when I was working out, I was like, oh my god, I want to stop. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm. I, w- I want to stop, but I'm, I can't because, you know, I have a goal to achieve. And mm-hmm. so it was almost like, uh, get me out of here. Like I was almost like stuck in my, you know, like stuck in this place that I didn't want to be in.
0: Yeah. And I, then, what,
1: yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. I, I just wanted to t- touch on when I'm doing like cycling, it's very much, it, you have to be in your body and be very, very present in that moment. Mm-hmm. in order to like stay with the rpms that, that the instructor wants you to stick with or stay on the beat of the music that they want you to stick with so mm-hmm. yeah it very much like brings you in tune with with something greater in you
0: yeah so i assume is uh i guess it's like different rpm different speed follow the music in instead of uh in class we probably like listen to some like hardcore music like with super like high uh, bpm stuff uh, EDM or like even rap, uh, if EDM is about 128 BPM stuff like super high and no one will listen to like slow jam like stuff. So you just go super hard and cross with the whole workout. And that's that's how people start. And that's what people, that's what CrossFit known for high intensity. You will not really like slow down. Uh, even you take a break, it's just a like few seconds. And then especially for you training really competitive, few seconds, it's like could be a couple points, couple ranks away your mentality was like, I cannot take a break. If I take a break, someone passed me already. And getting to a swing class, I think is something different for you. And it just kind of changed your mindset again. And it probably, it makes you to enjoy working out again and
1: with a different mentality. Am I right? Totally different mentality. Cause my mentality in CrossFit was about fitness. And it was about me, me, me right? Like I need to do this. Here's are my goals. This is what I want to do. And my mentality with these different forms of exercise, Mm -hmm. it's about health and it's about me allowing, or I guess like giving, giving my body the space so that I can serve others through chiropractic. So one was about me and one was about, you know, other people. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. So speaking of that, uh, I think CrossFit and CrossFit games, uh, people kind of confuse. Now, uh, they're confused now. I would say CrossFit actually it's just help you to be fitted outside of the gym. So it could be people to lose weight or people be more functional so you can move like heavy stuff. Let's say if you learn a deadlift from the gym correctly, so you can pick up some heavy stuff when you're doing yard work at the office or moving home without hurting your back. So help you translate for your daily life outside of the gym. But nowadays, People just do CrossFit just when you get better at CrossFit. It's kind of defeat the purpose. I think one part of the 100 words of CrossFit definition is uh try new sports and stuff, but actually most people don't really try new sports because they're afraid to get injured or they got too soft from playing a new sports. could be in racquetball or uh, flag football and stuff because those kind of stuff may kind of burn them out or like slow down the game, so they will not really try new sports. I'm telling you, lots of CrossFitters nowadays, they just good at CrossFit, well, they think they're good at CrossFit, but if you ask them to do some other stuff like athletic stuff, they may not be good at it. They cannot translate the stuff uh, I was of it because I believe when CrossFit and CrossFit Games still have a good uh, media team, before Glassman filed the whole media team, at the beginning, I believe CrossFit, just the CrossFit HQ page is more like community. They will post like a level one or level two course picture or maybe in someone doing a movement in an affiliate or maybe even they're on vacation, putting some cool photo, doing a pistol, or holding a stick, doing overhead squat. But then at one point, CrossFit HQ account and CrossFit Games account, they're posting the same thing. So it just makes people like, could be like us right now, we don't compete, and we think, oh, CrossFit is all about competitive and lifting heavy stuff. It's not about being functional anymore and uh, go outside and play sports and enjoy your fitness anymore. It's all about being fit and do good in the open and stuff. So... That's kind of definitive purpose because when I first watching CrossFit games on ESPN at the beginning, they explain what CrossFit is. It's about a, could be a discipline service or military their training and also could be like daily people just get fit so they can do better stuff or like learn how to move some heavy stuff in a correct uh, form or position. And they don't do that video anymore. I, I try to find it on YouTube, but I don't think it's on there anymore. And nowadays people just think CrossFit is all about get better at this workout. Got faster time, live heavier. That's it. I mean, it's good to achieve those stuff, but it's just not the same anymore. And also the annual international competition, the CrossFit Games Open is coming up soon. We chat a little before the show. I think you're not really following it. I, As a coach, I don't follow much as well, to be honest, but at least I still know the format changed a little bit. I know lots of people been training all year or... This year is a bit tough because of lockdown. So people have been training on and off inside the gym. But there's always a person or a couple of people in each gym. They have potential. They think they, they can make a run and stuff. They train super hard. They could be like what we did before. They still push for injuries. They ignore other stuff. Ignore school. Ignore their relationship. Ignore their sleep. Could be ignore paying bills or their job. Do you have any advices for them? Because you made it to the games. You were a student, you made it to the games. But of course, that's not everyone could do what you have done. What advice would you give it to them?
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a, a deep question. But as far as any advice goes to someone, you know, who's maybe trying to make a push for region, or I guess there is no regionals anymore, but trying to make a, a push for the games. That's
0: actually regionals I would... this year, but... I don't know. Oh, there is. I don't know how the travel work because let's say for my region, Asia is, I think, I believe it's in South Korea. Maybe some people fact check me or like can DM me after this episode. I think it's in South Korea. Like for me right now, if I go to South Korea, I need to be in quarantine. And then if mm. I finish completion, coming back to Hong Kong from South Korea, I need to do 21 days quarantine in the hotel. So for a three days competition or stuff like that, I don't think it's worth it. And also you're not hundred yeah. percent to get ready or like prepare for the competition because during quarantine, you don't get your uh, training routine. You don't get your nutrition. You're sleeping in a tiny hotel room or whatever spot you're living at. You don't have your own setup. So it's different, but let's get back to the advice. What would you tell those people for the open?
1: Yeah. So I would just say that, know that with being at a high level in any sport, But I mean, I would say CrossFit specifically, but really it goes for any sport. Just know that it's going to take sacrificing a lot. And if you really want to go to regionals or really want to go to the games, you're going to have to cut out a lot of things in your life. It's not like a a very linear thing. Like in order to go to the games, you have to whatever, go to bed at 8 a.m. Or excuse me, go to bed at 8 p.m. But it's more of you have to live, you have to sleep, you have to breathe CrossFit. You do. Cause, cause if you're not someone else is, but yeah. And maybe just, just ask yourself, like, is it worth doing all that stuff where I'm at in my life? Maybe I'm 24 years old and about to get married or maybe about to have a kid or looking at buying a house, whatever it is, just know that some things in your life will have to take the back seat. And if it's worth it to you, go at it full force. If you have any hesitation, like maybe just explore other options. Like what do you really want? in this moment and in your life.
0: Speaking of that, uh, thanks for sharing your personal experience with us. For me, I obviously I'm not married right now, but I changed up my uh, habits as well because back in the days, I follow all the CrossFit companies, CrossFit athletes, CrossFit related accounts. I actually changed up my, I kind of change up my who I follow or I don't follow something anymore because I don't want to get on Instagram some, a space supposed to be fun or have a laugh or catch up with friends is all about CrossFit. So I actually like, I'm quite a lot of people. I coach at the gym. I enjoy coaching gym, like talking to people and stuff, but I just don't want to see a person post a whole workout. And stuff. I just, this is the last thing I want you to do when I'm outside of the gym. I want not you just, when I get on Instagram, just like watch some memes or just see, oh, my friend actually uh, doing this and that. If you're posting a whole workout, I mean, great, good for you, but sorry, I'm just not interested anymore. So this is how, what I'm doing right now for my personal life and uh, my time after the gym. I'm not like 24-7 CrossFit anymore. And so this is quite a big change. It, it helps a little because what I see on Instagram is not is not like CrossFit all the time anymore. So it also give me more chill, more relaxation. I can look into other stuff or like I can read, read into other information as well. Not just CrossFit, which I'm not saying I know everything, but it's like a space I'm quite familiar with and I want to kind of slowly get out of it because this is my part-time work. It was my full-time work. Now it's my part-time work. So I just want to enjoy my life a little bit. And if some people have like questions or they want to ask me something when I'm not coaching, that's fine. But it's just in my own space. The last thing I want you to see is like a person. It could be a games athlete. It could be my friend posting a whole because I'm just not interested at all. And it could be like, oh, this coach just said something, not really a coach, but sorry. Like, this is just me right now. Back in the days, I would say, why there's some former games athletes or former like sponsor athletes or some like great coach. They don't do competitions open anymore. They are still super fit. And I was just like, why, why they stop doing that? Now I kind of understand. Well, I'm going to understand all, but I kind of get the reason to myself why I can relate to it. I'm still coach and I'm not like in shape as before, but I still can do some cross workout without dying. So I think I'm still in the game, but I just not pushing like before anymore. And the opens coming up. I know lots of people they probably won't do the open, but you you were a athlete, you were a affiliate member. Do you think a CrossFit coach have to do the open? assume the coach is healthy no injuries do you think he or she has to do the open
1: yeah that's a that's a great question i mean of course i'm not going to say that every coach has to do the open but i think that the open looking at it from a community aspect is really the part of the year that allows the whole gym to come together so it's the 5:30 p.m. class you know the 12 p.m. class the 6am class, all the classes can get together on, what is it Friday or Saturday night, whatever the the gyms do it Mm -hmm. and gets everyone together for just to cheer each other on. Not saying that you have to train for the open, not saying that you have to go balls out in the open, but just do it, do it for community. Cause at the end of the day, it's like CrossFit is really good. It's like, if not a sport, it's phenomenal at building communities. I met most of my best friends through CrossFit still to this day. So I don't think it's a necessary thing, but I think if your gym is focused on community and if you're looking to, to bring everybody together, I think it's a great thing for coaches to do the open and for everybody to do the open.
0: Yeah. So for me, I still haven't designed it because I'm not worried about my rank because I usually don't look at it until the last week or maybe my friends would send me a screenshot at the end. And I know I haven't trained much because of the lockdown and also I just kind of slowing down a little bit. If uh, the gym owner or other members would like me to do it, I would do it like maybe just do the workout and then together and then have, uh, have some fun afterward. Maybe go for some food or a drink after the a tough workout and then just have a laugh afterward. But for me, I just get over it. Like back in the days, I remember we might do the open like. I think the workout will release on Thursday night US time and then we may hit the workout on Friday and then over the weekend, we'll keep watching like strategy videos. See how can we get a couple uh, reps more or maybe shave off a minute. We may try to do it on a Saturday and Sunday and then Monday, it's like Monday afternoon, US afternoon, it was a deadline to submit your score. So we might give it another run on Monday. So it's like, Back in the day, you just never could enjoy the weekend. And the whole weekend, the whole few days, you just stress. And then once the submission is over, you got another few weeks to stress. So it's like a really stressful five weeks. Nowadays, I just don't really worry about much. And I actually did better if I don't redo it. I was in Hong Kong. So they released a workout like Friday morning, Hong Kong time. I just do it right at the gates. I still follow Misfit. So once Misfit coaches finish the workout, they share some tips and then I wouldn't really take into it. I would just say, pay attention to what they said and then do what I've been practiced for and then just got kind of a workout done, submit a score. And then Saturday, Sunday, I just do whatever um, I like to do, hang out with my friends or have some dinner with families or even go out for drinks or clubbing on Saturday, recover. Monday I never we do it. So uh, I actually even did better. So uh, my advice is for people out there, uh, do the open. Let's just do it for fun. Don't think I'm too competitive. I should beat this guy or that. But as a coach, I'm still kind of 50-50 about doing it because I'm saying I'm kind of stepping down. But I, for me, I feel like I still have some ego, like, oh, shit, if I don't do very well and then those people I usually beat like, over me, I just feel kind of uh, bad for myself. But I think I need to over this part because I need to accept, like, I don't do this for completion anymore. And this is not my full-time thing anymore. And I don't compete anymore. I haven't decided yet, but let's see. Either way. I will support everyone during the Open. I'll I'll probably be the judge. I'll cheer everyone. If someone needs some tips for the workout, I'd like to give out tips or maybe in last minute practice, some skill movement. I'm happy to do that as well. Maybe I don't do the Open, maybe do, but I'm always a support role for the Open, for the community. So let's say like that. I would not like, oh, I'm not doing the Open. So I would not care about anything. So uh, this is just me, my approach right now.
1: Yeah, I think you said it best, like talking about ego getting in the way and having these expectations of, okay, this is how I did last year. This is how I did the year before. Like, what if I do worse? Mm -hmm. Well, the the thing with that is you're training totally different. Your priorities are totally different. So the result therefore will be totally different. And that's okay. It's like, that's okay. If you're not as, and I'm putting quotes in the air, as fit as you were last year but if you're overall, in, in my opinion, if you're overall more healthy and if you're mentally in a place where it's like, Hey, I'm okay to do the open, just having no expectations and having a, a community outlook on it, then yeah, I think that's, that's the way to go. Right. Cause you can't expect to do better or the same when the training has been totally different.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. So, so right now I, I'm mute or I don't really uh, look at what, those people you should compare with their Instagram or their rank. I'm just like focusing on myself and I just want to enjoy my home. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I don't dislike those people. I just uh, need my own time on my uh, social media space and my uh, off time space. So that's why I don't follow much. I'm happy that we share our post CrossFit completion day. So thank you very much today. Talk about your CrossFit journey and your um experience after being a competitor and letting go happy to have you here today since we have similar mindset from a crossfit competitor we're not not the same level obviously You're way higher than me but i'm happy that we got you i got to share my experience with someone have the same mindset thank you for being here today
1: yeah thank you for uh, having me angus
0: and good luck with your clinic i know it's been open for two days but good luck with that stay healthy so your clients will look up to you instead of breaking down and guys thank you for listening if you haven't subscribed let's follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or other platform you are listening to just one click just take you half second thank you for listening